We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some RCBL baseball as we could have a champion tonight. We'll find out. Uh, Corbin Lucas is going to join me now. He's from the Bridgewater Reds. The Reds picked up a 5-1 victory last night in game number five to take a 3-2 series lead. And game six is this evening in Bridgewater. Corbin, how are you, sir? I'm actually doing really good. Um, (laughs) I woke up. I'm drinking a cup of coffee right now. I was going to say it's a little easier after a win, isn't it? It's a lot better feeling this morning than it was the other morning. (laughs) Well, first of all, I mean, this has been a great series. It's been back and forth. It's been a blowout here, a blowout there. Uh, Just when it seems like somebody may take control of this series, um, one of you guys go on the road and get a big win. But uh, this has been a fun series, I'm sure, hasn't it? It has. um, This is a lot closer um, than I guess anyone thought it was going to be. I really didn't make many regular season games against them, but I mean, I, I can't get, get over how good they are. They can swing it, can't they? They, they can really swing it. Yeah. I don't think they have an easy out one through nine. Well, and that goes to what you guys have done as a pitching staff. And again, they've had a couple of games, obviously, where they've got going. But um, can you put into words what Derek Shiflett is doing right now? We talked to him a couple of weeks ago, but um, I'm not sure how his arm is still attached. But but have you seen anything like this before? I actually don't think this has happened probably anywhere in the world. No. <laughs> at any point in time, someone's thrown um, as much as he's done at the level he's done. I always joke with him that it should be get it should be easier for people to see him now. You know, guys have faced Derek 20 times this season. Right. And you would think they'd start to figure it out. But somehow he has that extra little notch that he can click it into and, you know, he can he can turn it up when he needs to. And it always surprises me. Has he always been like that? And we're going to get into this because, again, you, you've, you've been playing with a lot of these guys for a long time. But has he always kind of been like that? He is the most fierce competitor I've ever met. Yeah. He just he he wants the ball right now. <laughs> he's he, he he's wants getting the, the ball. yeah he's getting the job done. No doubt about that. We're talking to Corbin Lucas with the Bridgewater Reds. He and the Reds have a three-two series lead. And talk about last night for you guys and Derek to be able to shut them down to one run, um, get that win. That uh, that was probably was was that one of your most solid games. There were no errors. It seemed like that was just a really solid game for you guys last night. Yep, definitely. Last night felt like our best defensive performance. We we really minimized the damage that we could because they had a couple of chances early to score. And um, Derek, you know, seemed to always execute the pitch to get us the ground ball we needed to, you know, to get the double play. I remember Chris having one that really shut down the opportunity for a big inning for them. Well, and for you too, you mentioned you missed some of the regular season games with Stewart's draft. I think you just played in 12 in the regular season. You were gone the last part of the year and the guys kind of struggled down the stretch and, You've come back and you missed the first couple series as well, but it seems like you haven't missed a beat. Three hits last night, a couple of RBI. You're hitting 500 in the series. Um, did you think you'd come back and kind of <laughs> be this good, I guess? It's, it's really funny. Um, I'd just gotten back from a really long hike I did out in Montana, and I thought I was going to come back, you know, a lot rustier, but I really <laughs> do think that little period of, you know, just a little mental break from all of it and stop pressing over baseball because it's it's so easy to to get yourself out sometimes and to you know go over four on a night where you probably should have had four or five hits but um that little break I had for some reason it, it kind of helped me come back a little bit sharper um, I'm not gonna complain though <laughs> did you take any swings while you're on vac- on the hike I did not yeah <laughs> 
80 miles wow. out in, in four or five days. So I came back and my feet were all busted up, but um, I actually didn't do anything sports-related while we were out there. Well, I, I, but 80 miles, you came back in pretty good shape, I'm, I'm betting. Uh, I didn't think I was going to come back at all. There's <laughs> a lot of bears out there, and um, there are a few days where we, we didn't want to keep going. I'll tell you that. Well, talk about that experience. Was that, was that, a, was that a blast? That was a blast. I, there's a guy I work with, and we make a trip kind of out west every year. And last year we kind of planned it in the wrong season. There's too much snow. But this year we went to um, – it's called the Chinese Wall Loop in the Bob Marshall Wilderness Complex in Montana. And it, it was one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. And to do something like that, I didn't think I was capable of it, and I wanted to quit plenty of times. But <laughs> – when it was finished, it was all worth it. Yeah, I'm sure it was, no doubt. We're talking with Corbin Lucas from the Bridgewater Reds. He and the Reds have a 3-2 series lead in the RCBL Championship Series as they won last night 5-1. to All Corbin's done so far in five games has hit 500, 10 of 28 runs, three homers, nine RBIs. He had his, he's got more homers and as many RBIs he had in the regular season, so he is uh, he's red hot right now. But, you know, talk about this team a little bit. And, and again, as I mentioned, I've talked with – I've talked with Derek, I've talked with Chris, and it just seems like you guys are pretty tight-knit. And uh, do, you, do you have that sense that you guys kind of can get through anything? Yeah, I do have that. I, I don't really think we felt out of any game, and I think game one is a good example. They were up 20 runs at some point, and I think I made the joke that we're only four grand slams away from being back <laughs> in this game, and um, we just never really feel out of in, you know any game. And a few of us, Blake, Derek, Chris and I, we've been playing ball together since we were little kids, and we've played in plenty of games and series like this. So we know we're only one big hit or one inning away from being back in any ball game that we thought we were out of. Do you feel like that helps you guys, especially here in the postseason, that, that you, you don't want to get too high, you don't want to get too low, especially a seven-game series is a long series? Has that helped you guys? I think it really does. We have some younger guys, mm-hmm. but mostly the core of what we still have here at Bridgewater are – you know, guys that have won a championship or two, they were here when we had that run with Brian Bocock and, and Tyler a few years ago. Um, so they kind of know in the playoffs, don't get too high, don't get too low, just kind of stay even keeled and, and play your game. Okay, we're talking Bridgewater Reds, Corbin Lucas, he and the Reds have a 3-2 series lead now in the RCBL. And, you know, with this team too, it's um, – you guys, I think I've done four or five games on the radio this year with you guys, and I think I've seen you rally three times, I think, in the ninth inning. I mean, that's just that, that's kind of what you guys are about. It's just never give up, never say die. As long as there's still an out left, you guys are going to fight. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, oftentimes that, that person that comes up in the ninth inning and has a chance to win the game, it's, it's not one of those guys I mentioned. It, mm-hmm. it could be anybody in any spot in the order, and, you know, they've done a good job all year getting it done. I think Gray the other night missed having a walk-off by about two inches on a line drive to uh, the short or second baseman. So um, pretty much one through nine, any of those guys are ready to step up and, and end the ball game. And I'm guessing you know, you've been in series like this. Uh, that, that fourth game, that last win, that's going to be the hardest to get. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a challenge, won't it? It will. Um, I think What's good for us is I think we have our pitching lined up pretty well. When you have somebody like Derek, if, mm-hmm. if Chris needs an extra day of rest, Derek's like, well, I'll take the ball. And then, you know, I expect Chris to, if he is throwing, I'm not sure yet. If, but if I do expect if he's throwing, he'll come out there and shove. And if he's not, 
Derek will, will leave the infield and, and go pitch. So um, that's just really good feeling to have a guy like that who can throw at any time. Oh, man, yeah. It's been crazy, no doubt. And then you mentioned Chris, and again, he was the RCBL Pitcher of the Year. And for him to come back from the Tommy John a couple of years ago, I'm sure that's just being being friends with him for so long, that's probably pretty fun to see and see him shove right now. That That's one of the things I will, you know, relish the most is these opportunities I've gotten to watch him pitch. I never – Got to see him pitch in college, um, and then I missed some of the time he pitched in the minor leagues and, and the Cape when he was there, I think, briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see him go out there and just execute, because there are a lot of guys in this league that, that throw the ball, that stand on the mound, but he's a pitcher. Um, he goes out there and he controls the game, and it's obvious he works at a much slower pace than Derek, and it takes our team a little bit sometimes to get used to it, but, but Chris goes up there and he's truly a joy to watch. How about that 19 strikeout game against Clover Hill and that do or die? I mean, that uh, I'm guessing that was pretty fun to watch. So the, that's the thing I'm most upset about is I was actually on the way back. Oh, you didn't? Through, <laughs> yeah, I was coming through you South there. Dakota and I was actually watching it or reading it on Point Street. Oh, that's right. You you missed that series, didn't I? I forgot about that. <laughs> I did miss that series, and uh, you know, I talked to to Chris's granddad. Um, so I'm pretty close to, and he just said he the kid, the kid was on that night, and so I, I do miss that one. I really wish I'd have got to see that game, but <laughs> I know he has at least another one in him this year if we need it. That's yeah, for sure. I'm sure, no doubt. We're talking with Corbin Lucas from the the Bridgewater Reds again. He missed the first two series of the playoffs, but well, and for you to miss the first two series, some some teams may be like, no, we're we're doing it without you. We're fine. We don't need you. But but they welcomed you back with open arms, didn't they? They did, and. You know, either either way, I would have been um, okay with it. But I think they, you know, they understood that this was something that I'd had planned, and you know, I was going to come back, and if I was on the field or if I was on the bench, you know, I was going to do whatever it takes to, to help us win and, and keep everybody focused. But um, yeah, Robert, uh, Coach Turfey, he he did a really good job and kind of welcomed me back and. He actually, I think the first game I came back, he had me batting in a lower spot in the lineup. Um, he just, you know, take a little bit more stress off instead of immediately being back and batting mm-hmm. three or four. So I think that first game back, I batted maybe five or six. Um, but I appreciated all that. Yeah, Corbin hit 341 in the regular season in the 12 games he played so far. Again, 503 homers, nine RBI here in the uh, in the finals. Game six this evening, it's at Bridgewater and. You know, tell me about the relationship that that you and Blake and Derek and Chris have playing at Fort Defiance, playing playing together before that before you played in high school. Um, you guys have been together for a long, long time, and I'm guessing that is pretty special to continue to do that. It is, and we you know we played together in and little league or or Babe Ruth or whatever league we were in, and some of the similar showcase all star teams when we were little, and then at Fort, um, it was kind of the first time we. We got to see each other, you know, every day, and, and Coach Spots did a really good job with all of us, and we were successful there. We, we didn't ultimately win a state championship, but we got really close, and after that, we, we kind of went to college, and, you know, I didn't see Chris until last season, and Blake was with Clover Hill, but to have all, all of those guys now, um, it's just so awesome to, to be able to watch them do what they do, and especially, especially Blake. It's so nice being on the same team as Blake, because 
he was kind of a crux for us for a long time with Clover Hill as a guy we didn't want coming to the plate. So to have him on our team and um, to have Chris, because Derek and I have been together a really long time. Yeah. We played together at draft um, before we came to Bridgewater. He kind of came to Bridgewater, I think, a year after I did, so it's good to have him back. But, but Derek and I have been together for a lot of these RCBL games. What's this league mean to you? Again, as you mentioned, you've been in this league for a long time. I think you, well, you probably started back in what fifteen or sixteen somewhere in there, but have been in this league for a long time. What's this? What's this league mean? Oh gosh, I turned thirty soon, so it's a bad <laughs> thing. I've been in this league probably since two thousand and ten. Oh wow, it's since. even further back. Um, okay. Yeah, I think I, I played it. I started with Tinker Kaiser when he was at draft, and I didn't, you know, I didn't get many at bats as a high schooler, and then I got a lot of at bats and. We had some great success there in draft, and, you know, my dad played in this league, and he comes to all the games. He gives me a hard time when I do bad. He gives me less of a hard time when I do good. But, um, <laughs> you know, this is something I look forward to every year. Um, the way my, my job works, I kind of structure my vacation and holiday time around being able to pick county league games that I have to make it to. Um, every single game I played in in the regular season, I had to take off work to be at. Wow. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, can I make this game? Do they really need me this game? It's it's kind of a, a calculus I have to do before the season <laughs> um, to make as many games as possible. But that's how I love spending my summers. Um, I, I love playing in this league. Um, some of the guys, Brian Bocock, some of those guys I've met will, are lifelong friends now, and it's just an awesome opportunity. And that's this is my first year around the valley and being able to see this league and there's nothing like it, man. I I, I keep telling people that that I know across the country about the league and they're like, "Are you serious? That's that's unbelievable." So this it's just so special how 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 this. I mean, there's nothing like it. Yeah, there's really not. I, I played in the valley and you know there's just something the valley's special. Don't get me wrong, but. There's something about showing up to Clover Hill on a Friday night and right, yeah. because of the way the field was designed in the early 1900s. You can't start till 8 p.m. there because <laughs> the sun's in your eyes. and You have people showing up on their tractors and right. walking and riding their bicycles. and They have Christmas lights up in July. It's just this league is – I don't really think, you know, a lot of baseball fans get a taste of what it's like to, you know, this small kind of town vibe, yeah. but – I think a lot of people would be excited to, to come out and catch a game that have never made one. And some and some great fan bases as well. They all love their teams, and they're, they're pretty rowdy and, and makes for a good time. Again, we're talking with Corbin Lucas from the Bridgewater Reds. He and the Reds have a 3-2 series lead in the uh, best-of-seven championship series. We'll, we'll uh, talk a little bit more about – take me back, I guess, to uh, to when you decided to go to Shenandoah and go play ball up there. Tell me about your experience up there. I, I bet, again, that's it's a great program and a lot of success up there. I'm sure that was a great time for you too. Yep, I, I'm not sure if you spoke with my my friend Nolan Potts, but I think he was on the absolutely. On the show he's been on quite a few year. times, yeah. And um, Nolan was, you know, one of my roommates in college, and he was a great friend. But um, I, I never can say enough good things about Coach Anderson. He, um, Kevin Kevin Anderson up at Shenandoah. People don't know he's just a first class baseball man and a person, and he. Um, I remember on my recruiting visit, he was stressing, you know, we want the best person we can have first, and then I want you to be a great student, and then we'll work on the baseball stuff last. And that's kind of the philosophy he taught up there. And those memories and all those guys I got to play with and the success we had up there, 
Um, I didn't really get highly recruited anywhere out of high school. And then I got to college and it was just a blast. So I, I thank him for all the opportunities that he gave me up there. Yeah, that's a pretty special place, no doubt. He's done a, a heck of a job. And, you know, is it strange now with having Nolan be the, the manager, the head coach at, at Newmarket, now Ch- Kevin Chandler is the, the manager the, the <laughs> of Clover Hill. Guys you've played with for a long time now, they're managers and, and they're the skippers for those teams. Is that is that still kind of strange? That is, It is strange. I actually was giving Nolan a hard time. I, I used to love facing Nolan. He was a submarine pitcher mm. and um, – you know, I faced him in college, and I faced him in the RCBL. But then one year, like you, like you just said, he decided he wasn't going to do the the player manager. He was just going to manage. Um, but excuse me, and the same with Kevin. Kevin used to do the same thing. But it is so funny to see those guys on the other side of the field, and um, and they both have great baseball minds. But uh, it's actually something I've considered doing if the opportunity mm-hmm. you know presented itself. I, I think I'd want to be at least a player manager for a little bit, and then. Um, you know, eventually, if, if if I have enough time, it'd be really fun to to coach a team in this league. Well, that's where I was going to go next to see how much longer you had in the RCBL, and if you did want to become uh, become a coach or a manager in this league. Well, so right now, Megan hasn't put any kind of time constraints on what I'm allowed to. <laughs> that's nice because um, I I run everything through through her, and um, we don't really have any you know short-term plans geared out. So I see myself in this league for the foreseeable future. I guess it just depends if, if, um, if Robert comes back next year, um, you know, I'll just play. But if, if he, you know, considers stepping down, I think he mentioned, he just wants some time with his family. Mm -hmm. Um, After a championship, though, he very well could change his mind (laughs) and want to come back next year. And I wouldn't blame him for that. But if something like that would happen and I'd get the opportunity, I, I could see myself, you know, wanting to be a player manager sooner. Um, yeah. I'm going to have a new schedule next year, so hopefully I'll be able to make almost every baseball game I want to go to. Oh, that's good. You mentioned Megan, and that's your wife. And for folks that don't know, Megan Good, former JMU uh, softball standout, is, is Corbin's wife. And uh, how's she doing right now? She's good. She's she's doing a lot of coaching. She's about to start radiology school. And um, she's gotten a volleyball league. She loves playing volleyball, so... Um, that's that's something else. Uh, I think we're going to play in a, a doubles volleyball league hey, there you go. next year. And, and with with her obviously being in in uh, not the same sport, but baseball, softball, that they are what they are. She she gets it. She knows about it. it does that help to to have her support with 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 this and and what you want to do? Yeah, it, it does help. I, I joked with her the other day that you know if, if next year. I decide I want to be in the home run derby. I bet you I have the only wife that could come out here and throw me perfect batting practice. But, um, the other night, after I got back from Montana, the first night um, before I played in that game, I was like, can you go to the park and, and throw me baseballs? And, and there there we were in the park about an hour before the game, and she's throwing me batting practice. And um, the other night, you know, I hate, I never try to get on my phone during the game, but I texted her. I was like, did you see my last at bat? What did I do? And she's like, you know, you're like pulling off, stay through the ball. And I'm asking her hitting advice in, in the middle of wow. the game. I don't know many people that are doing that. No, but. that's impressive. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> she needs, yeah, she needs to get paid or something. I don't know. That's pretty impressive. No doubt. If she, if you stood in the batter's box and she had a softball and was, was winging it at you, is there any way you could hit her? I'm going to give you two answers. I'm going to tell you the truth, and then I'm going to lie. Um, 
I'll tell you the truth first. No. Yeah, um, I didn't figure. I would, have, I would have no opportunity. But if if you ever have an opportunity to be around us when we're competing at something, um, you know, I'm never going to back down. Um, I think I can hit off over, but <laughs> I, I just have seen, you know, I've seen Albert Pujols face Jenny Finch, and right, he's a right. much better hitter to me. And, you know, I think Megan was on par with, with some of her abilities, so I, I don't trust myself to, to put a bet on it. But, um just from a competitive standpoint, I think I could touch. I think I could make contact, but it would, it would be no great uh, degree of success. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that's got to be fun to have that relationship and just the competitiveness. I, I'm sure that kind of fuels you guys. It does. We, yeah, we we play a lot of board games and card games, and <laughs> you know sometimes we have to take it back down a notch because we don't always want to compete with each other. But um, right. no, she she's she's great. She always pushes me to to do better in all the things I'm doing, and I appreciate her for that. Good stuff from Corbin Lucas, again from the Bridgewater Reds. I'll try and close out the uh, the best of seven championship series this evening. All right, now what are the keys to kind of finishing off this series, getting that last win? Yep, for tonight at home for us, it's um, we need to score early. All the things we've done in this series, we, we haven't actually done a very good job moving base runners. So if, if we could get runners on and – move them over, whether it's with a bunt or, um, you know, steal or hit and run or any kind of thing like that. I think that's a key for us is to try to have a big inning. This is a team you never feel like you can put enough runs up on the right. board because they, they can have a massive inning at any time. So I think for us, play good defense, move runners, try to score early in the game, and, you know, just hopefully one of our pitchers continues to throw the way they've been throwing either Nick Griffin or, or Chris, I assume, is going to throw tonight. But mm-hmm. I bet you we have all hands on deck to try to end it at our place. Yeah, and that, that'd be pretty special, no doubt about that. Well, that's an answer that sounds like a future uh, manager or coach. So uh, <laughs> good stuff from Corbin Lucas as, uh, again, he and the Reds up 3-2 in that best of seven. Corbin, man, it was great to catch up with you finally. I'm, I'm glad we got to connect. But uh, congrats on everything so far and the best of luck tonight. And if you have to play a game seven, best of luck there. But thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate talking to you this morning.